Welcome to episode 16 of the English Sessions, 2 and 4, part 2, the preposition to. I am your host and English teacher, Mike Butler. These podcasts can help you improve your English. Together, we will talk about grammar, pronunciation, structure, and have some fun, too. Remember to visit my website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, to contact me for private lessons and for more content. You can also read the transcript of this audio on the website as you listen to this episode. Listen for these words today. Recipient. A recipient is a person who receives something. The recipient is given information. Recipient. Identical. Identical means similar in every way. For example, I bought two candy bars. They were identical until I ate half of one. Finish line. The finish line is the line you see at the end of a race. To attach. To attach means to fasten, connect, or join together. For example, we can say teenagers are attached to their smartphones. And tears. Tears. This is the liquid that comes out of your eyes when you are sad or sometimes happy. For example, she cried tears of joy, not tears of sadness. Before we begin, I want to remind everyone that the word to is a preposition, but it is also part of the infinitive form of a verb. For example, to swim, as in, I like to swim. That is not a preposition. It is what we call the infinitive marker. Yes, sometimes this does cause confusion, because sometimes it is not clear whether it is the preposition or the infinitive marker. Listen for an episode about that in the future. Today is just preposition talk. Last week, I did an episode about the preposition for. Today, I will do an episode about the preposition to. This is not a complete list of ways to use the preposition, but you may find it very helpful. Last week, I told you to pause the episode after my examples and repeat the sentences. I encourage you to do the same thing this week. You need to feel comfortable saying these prepositions in these sentences. Last week, we also talked about how sometimes two and four can have a similar meaning. 
and sometimes both can be used as a preposition in a sentence. For example, perhaps you didn't understand something, but then a, a great teacher explains it in a clear way. You can say, it is clear to me now. Or you can say, it is clear for me now. I've heard both. You can also say that the teacher explained it to you or the, the teacher explained it for you. Both are common. And both are similar in meaning, but not identical. The teacher explained it in order to benefit the student. The teacher explained it for the student. And the student was also the recipient of this information. The teacher explained it to the student. Last week, I recorded an episode about the preposition for. And this week, my students and I have been talking about it. Let's look at some examples from my students. I have one student who loves to travel. He said, I love to travel. I want to travel for France. I said, wait a minute. You want to travel for France? We determined that he wants, he wants to travel to France. He has never been to France. And he really wants to go to France. We can use the preposition to when talking about destination. He wants to travel to France. I want to go to the store. Mary wants to go to the park. My student wants to go to France. This is an example of when you cannot use for. For does not have a similar meaning in this sentence, in this context. The preposition for would change the meaning of this sentence. If my student travels for France, that would mean he is traveling to the benefits of or on behalf of France. In other words, like he is representing France. Many people travel for work. They want to benefit their company. They travel for their company, but they travel to a different city for work. My student from Brazil, Mariani, asked about the prepositions to and for this week. We talked about my example from last week. I work for my boss. That's correct. I work for my boss. I work for this company. I work to the benefit of my boss. I work for my boss. She asked me, Mike, can you say I work to my boss? The answer is no. To is just not used in this way. Thank you 
to my Brazilian students for giving me these examples to use in my episode today. I'm sure it helps out a lot of students, but especially my Brazilian students who often mix up two and four. And you all know why. So, remember, sometimes it is possible to use either two or four in your sentence. Like, it is clear to me and it is clear for me. These two sentences have similar meanings. Sometimes you can completely change the meaning. Like, I want to travel to France and I want to travel for France. Completely different meanings. And then sometimes only one is commonly used. And the other is just confusing. Remember, I work for my boss, not to my boss. For this reason, it is very important that you feel comfortable with the common prepositions used in English. So let's talk today about two. Finally. Just like last week, I will give six important ways to use the preposition to. Number one. Number one is one we already talked about, destination, or in other words, indicating the direction of one thing to a different location. Yes, it's so hard to define a preposition, and yes, I just used the preposition in its definition. Repeat after me. I will go to France next year. I will go to France next year. Number two is about an amount of time. If you have the start time and the stop time, for example, I worked for this company from 2005 to 2008. Look at all of those prepositions. Repeat after me. I worked for this company from 2005 to 2008. The start time, 2005. The end time, 2008. Number three. Two can mean you are approaching or reaching or very soon about to get to something. Don't worry. Here is an example. The runner is very close to the finish line. The runner is very close to the finish line. Number four. Two can identify the person or thing that is affected by something else. Here is the example. The boy was unkind to his sister. Repeat after me. The boy was unkind to his sister. Again, these prepositions, this preposition use needs to be comfortable to you. So repeat my examples. 
you don't want to form any bad habits using uncommon prepositions. Number five. Two can indicate two things that are attached. For example, I attached my license plate to my car. And number six, two can show how two or more things are related. For example, this is an introduction to prepositions. Repeat. This is an introduction to prepositions. The introduction is related to prepositions. Okay, we did it. Again, this is not a complete list. It is really hard to define prepositions. You need other prepositions to define a preposition. Remember what I said from last class. Do not assume that you translated a preposition correctly. Try to avoid these bad habits. Look carefully at all of my prepositions that I am using. Do you use them in the same way? We just talked a lot about the preposition to. We talked about how two and four can have similar meanings. We talked about how two and four can have very different meanings in the same sentence. And we talked about how sometimes only one can be used and the other would be confusing in the same sentence. So here is a little test. I'm going to read two sentences. Do both have the same meaning? Do both have different meanings? Or is only one correct and the other incorrect? Number one. I wrote a letter to her. And number two. I wrote a letter for her. Did you decide? Same meaning, different meanings, or only one correct? The answer is they have different meanings. Number one, I wrote a letter to her. Here is my story I live in New York, my sister lives in California. I really miss her. I have a lot to tell her, so I think I will write a letter to her. You can say, I will write a letter to her. Number two, I wrote a letter for her. Here is my story. My sister and I lived together. Yesterday, she broke her arm. She is now unable to write all of the important letters that she needs to write. So, I will write letters for her. She can't write letters. So, I will write letters for her. Okay, 
here is another story using the preposition to several times. I went to the park. I stayed there from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. I saw so many little animals. For me, a park is like an introduction to nature. I saw a man who was close to tears. The man had chained his bike to the bike rack. Someone had stolen his bike. The thief was very inconsiderate to the man because now the man had to walk home in the rain. Send in your own stories to the podcast. Send me your sentences with the preposition to. I'd love to read them. How else can we use the preposition to? Are you confused about the preposition to and the to infinitive marker? Send an email to mike at englishsessionswithmike.com. The English Sessions will start releasing an episode every Wednesday now. Bonus material can be found on our Patreon account. Become a member today for only five U.S. dollars per month. Bonus content will soon include episodes of Get the Word with Mike and Alexandra, released only to, or for, our Patreon supporters. Go to www.patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash The English Sessions. Here's a comment from uh, Juliana in Brazil. Episode 7, released in April, you can find at www.englishsessionswithmike.com, was about the silent H at the beginning of words in English. Juliana says this about episode 7. The Silent H. Hello, Mike. I loved this podcast. Podcasts. <laughs> Let me read that again. A couple typos. Uh, this podcast about Silent H. I have been learned very much. Oh, okay. We don't need uh, a, a passive structure here. You learned or you have learned. I have learned very much with your classes. Well, thank you, Juliana. But I have a doubt about the pronunciation of the word air. H-E-I-R. How can I distinguish the pronunciation of the words air and air? A-I-R. Thank you, and congratulations for the good content. So, her question was H-E-I-R, air, and air. A-I-R, air. Is there a difference in pronunciation? Here is my response. I said, thank you so much for the lovely compliments, Juliana. There is no doubt about it. Air and air do have the same pronunciation. H-E-I-R, air, and A-I-R, air. The same pronunciation. Again, everybody... 
uh, if you want to know what we are talking about, go listen to Episode 7, The Silent H. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English Sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, Mike here. I want to pause for a moment to talk about how you can help the English Sessions to continue. If you'd like to support the English Sessions, then please go to anchor.fm slash the English Sessions. There, you can click on the support button and make a monthly contribution to the English Sessions to keep this podcast going you can support the English sessions for less than one U.S. dollar. Every bit helps. Also, remember, go to www.englishsessionswithmike.com if you are interested in private lessons with me, Mike. Thank you all for supporting this podcast. Any questions? Write to me at mike at englishsessionswithmike.com. Leave a message for me on the website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, and I will play it on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Visit www.englishsessionswithmike.com for more content. Please rate and review the English sessions on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on social media Twitter at the E Sessions, 
Instagram at English Sessions with Mike. Search for the English Sessions on Facebook. Until next time, this is Mike signing off.